1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus.
1: Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tannerito's. Or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Me!
0: Focus Features presents Back to Black.
1: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
0: Experience the music and her story.
1: Know this. I ain't no spy scale.
0: Like never before.
1: That's my daughter. That's my Amy.
0: On the big screen.
1: I want to be remembered. It just
0: be me Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent Only in theaters May 17th
4: Oh, yeah Woot, woot How is it hanging? Woot, I'm woot, woot Yeah, you know Yeah, what?
3: Oh gosh Yeah, yeah It's Look, fine Here we just are Just go with it uh, It's
4: the podcast that it is what do you? What do you? What do you? What do we call this show?
3: Uh, it's behind the bastards, and clearly you're not qualified to host it today. Oh, so, we'll, so we'll so so we'll uh, let Chris I, handle I, that. I,
4: I thought I thought this was this American Life. Um, oh boy! Oh boy! I prepared the wrong
3: boy. Howdy! I well. <laughs>
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's OK. I, I have plenty of war crimes to go around this American life. My my, my this American life episode is way too horny to go, on, <laughs> to go on this this podcast feed. Nobody would that would not be welcome. OK, well, I will I will send this back to NPR. And uh, Chris, are you cool with taking over
2: today? Yep. It's me, Christopher Wong. And we're we're, ba- we're back for Reverend Moon Part 2, The Attack of the Nazi Death Squads. I mean, cool. It's It's a good time. In 1980, Klaus Barbie, the butcher of Lyon and Nazi torturer extraordinaire, was getting nervous. French Nazi hunters were starting to close in on his bolt hole in Bolivia, where he would tortured communists for the CIA and also the West Germans for decades. Worse still, the possibility of a democratic government in Bolivia meant he faced extradition to France, who wanted his head on the platter for, among other crimes, killing 14,000 people and personally sending Jews to concentration camps. So, when Barbie was approached by a group of cocaine producers to stage a coup against the elected government, Barbie was in. That oh, coup, which saw Nazis rampaging through the streets, looting stores and warehouses and murdering people where they stood, put Generals Carlos Menza in charge of a military dictatorship. Klaus Barbie's coup was infamously known as the Cocaine Coup for its cartel backing. But Bolivian Intelligence Report showed another further source of support: four million dollars
4: from one Reverend Sung Myung Moon. Oh boy. Nazi Death Man. Squad Funder Extraordinaire. Yeah, I mean, and I, I got to be honest, as a cult, getting in with the CIA, pretty, pretty you know, smart move. You I, know? I, I
2: will say this there is actually no evidence that Moon ever directly worked with the CIA. And this well, is really, really impressive. But if, you're,
4: if you're working for the same goals as the CIA, it's one less thing that could fuck you yeah. up. I, 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 I do think this is an important distinction to draw because th-
2: there are a lot of sources that you will read that will claim that the Moonies are a CIA front and they're not a CIA front. Like, insofar as they're a front group for anything, it's the korean cia yeah and and that's important because it means that well a it means that there's a lot of other american intelligence agencies who like are really mad at them but b it means that yeah their their goals are very very often aligned with the cia but they're not really a cutout for them they have sort of their own thing going on and uh that own thing is uh overthrowing the government of bolivia now Pak, whose moon's like invaluable aid and translator, uh, visits La Paz that year and proclaimed, "I have erected a throne for Father Moon in the world's highest city, which is which is great, mm. okay. Yeah, so the, the church also attempted to organize a 7,000-member, like 7,000-strong armed church similar to what they'd attempted to organize in Brazil, and, you know, this, this was there to support the coup, and a, a, after the coup, Carlos Meza and Moon, like, visit each other, and they, but they, this, 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 is, this is, like, around the time that Reagan got shot, and so they, 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 they spend the night praying together for Reagan's health. Now... Fortunately for Bolivia and unfortunately for Moon, he'd picked a loser in Mesa, whose government collapsed in 1982 amid a hail of coups and protests.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't pick them all, you know.
2: Yeah, Moon, Moon has a really bad track record <laughs> with, picking, with picking military dictators. It, it's sort of funny, but this unfortunately was just the beginning of Moon's career as a sponsor of international terror and Nazi death squads. Now, in, in, in 1980, Bohe pak and Kim Song In, who's. Uh, Kim Sung-in is, is the the former Korean CIA station chief in Mexico City, uh, founds an organization, the Confederation of Associations for the Unity of the Societies of America. And an absolutely nonsense name that yeah, they created. Yeah, too long. Yeah, it's awful. That uh, means nothing
4: at all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, the, the, basically, they they created it just so that it could have the acronym CAUSA. Now CIA rapidly becomes a meeting place for just the worst mass murderers in Latin America. Uh, they, they held their first meeting in the military in, in, in uh, yeah the, the military dictator Alfredo Stroessner's Paraguay. Uh, Bohipak said of Stroessner uh, quote I believe he's a special man chosen by God to run his country. Uh, Strassner like did a genocide against the Ache people and also like did Operation Condor among other things oh, and we, yeah. we will get more into Condor in a second. Yeah. Um, also attending CAUSA conferences was Domingo Monteresa, the, the head of El Salvador's uh, autocaddle battalion, who is uh, best known for doing oh, the El yeah, massacre.
4: Bo- yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are some war crimers right oh, there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
2: So, so Montero, Monterosa, interestingly, is also trained by another member of the World anti Communist League, Taiwan, whose army also is training death squads, like, sort of parallel... I mean, some of us are doing it through the league, some of us are doing it independently, but they're also training, like, death squads across Latin America. Now, it's unclear to me if Monterosa, like, actually received money from Moon, but... I. Uh, like basically every other right wing, like large scale right wing organization and death squad in El Salvador. Absolutely it seems like a did. pretty
4: easy guy to get money from if you're making death squads yeah, to kill Yeah communists. And oh, we're yeah. going to go
2: through many, many death squads. Yeah. And, you know, so he, he gives a bunch of money to right wing groups in El Salvador and they uh, do atrocities with it. Now, we also need to talk about Operation Condor. So, Operation Condor is an anti-leftist assassination network originally developed by Chilean intelligence in 1975. Uh, eventually, mm-hmm. it has like Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, Paraguay, Bolivia, Brazil, and also to a lesser extent like Ecuador and Peru in it. And Condor, like if you count everyone who was killed while Condor was going on by like the governments doing it, it killed tens of thousands of people. The rest tortures like hundreds of thousands more. And th- so this is where things get complicated. Um, a lot of Operation Condor is run out of a group called the C.A.L., which is the original Latin American section of the World Anti-Communist League. Uh, the C.A.L. is is founded by a group called Los Tecos, who are a uh, Mexican neo-Nazi death squad who are famous for just, like, showing up and murdering leftists. Um, the League basically, like, finds this group and they're like, oh, hey, you like killing communists. And so they, they task the Techos with... Uh, Assembling just the most bloodthirsty Latin American death squads they can find, and you know they go and do this, and th- th- this is this is the basis of, of the organization of like Latin America, like the the Latin American part of the, the World Anti-Communist League. Now, the World Anti-Communist League formally expels the CAL in the early nineteen eighties because they're trying to go like slightly more legit. Although so they never get rid of you know like the Ustashi people or the Iron Guard or any of the other like fascist groups in it, but you know, so they they expel, they expel the CAL because people are like, Hey, these guys are, you know, doing condor and assassinating people. But it's, it's, it's notable that so moon technically leaves the league in 1975. And he gives the speech about how the league is a, he calls it quote a fascist organization, which is true. But the problem is that, like this, this is all just political theater. Moon Moon never leaves the league. Like he 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 makes this big speech about it, but his people still run the league's chapter in like they they still they still run the chapter in Japan. They're heavily involved in the U.S. chapter, and Moon is you know like Moon and his friend organizations are still just doing all of the like they're, they're still running meetings with them. They're still organizing with them, and Moon also never actually disavows the CAL. So the other thing that's worth noting is that so Condor starts in 1975, right? Uh, they they don't the, the league doesn't disavow the CAL until the mid eighties, which means that there's a lot of time where the CAL is is being actively funded by by the World Anti Communist League, and th- this is where it's kind of murky because it, it's difficult to tie Moon directly to Condor. Um,
4: it, it, yeah, I mean that's generally how it's going to be with the people who fund death squads and the death squads.
2: You well, you think <laughs> that every every other death squad I'm about to mention, we have direct evidence of him funding. Uh, Oh, okay Condor. well then maybe he didn't you know what yeah, maybe, well, he, I, maybe uh, well, he found his limit so i, I say this so the, 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 there's two things that suggest to me that he did do it one is that his money absolutely was going to the cal which was carrying it out because uh him and sasakawa was like br- a japanese branch of the anti-communist league or one of the big funders of the organization so he's he's at the very least indirectly funding them and also, Moon and his organizations are like in tight with they're either working with the government or the far right in, Ur, in Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, Bolivia and Brazil, which means that weirdly the only Condor government they aren't working with is Chile. And I don't know what's going on there because I, I, I kept expecting Pinochet to show up and he never does. I, huh. I, I don't know why. Pinochet like he's the one right wing leader in all of Latin America who
4: I cannot find any contact with Moon. It's very strange it's like watching a movie without a heist and yeah yeah wondering where (laughs) um what it is the guy from er you know who i'm talking about jesus i can't i'm not good with names today sophie who's the guy george clooney clooney yeah all right well i don't know but so
2: so pinochet never shows but moon is working with every single other condor government so there's a good enough chance that mood is involved in this that i I think we have to mention it because i don't know it's like i think like. My my guess is there's like, I mean, other, other than his indirect stuff through through the C.A.L., I, I think it's like a, probably like a two out of three chance that he's funding them because that's just who he's in with. Uh, what we do know for sure is that he's working with General Gustavo Alvarez Martinez, who was made the head of the armed forces in Honduras in 1981 to murder a leftist guerrilla group alvarez just immediately starts torturing murdering and disappearing people uh he also yeah, uh, yeah. trained fund and equipped the contras which we will get back to in a second because oh, good. oh boys <laughs> yeah you, you can this see was this was a beautiful
4: time and place to have tens of millions of dollars because you oh, really yeah. just could buy armies up wholesale yeah. send them off to murder people and you know mountainous countries it was a, it was a real ah oh, what a time to well, be alive and, and
2: the other thing about this you know the world is really your oyster because so you know, the drug trade exists right but the drug trade is not bringing in like quite as much money as it's going to by like the like the, the late 80s and 90s so and so which means that like you know you you your like random cult actually has enough money to like you know you, you, like you know you you can outbid the drug dealers basically <laughs> Um. Yeah. So Moon, like looks at, at at Alvarez's government, and he's like, "Okay, I'm. I'm. Just, I'm like, I, I have an in here." And so he go, he goes to Tegucigalpa to like start preaching about theologically resisting communism, which just means you know being the Unification Church. And th- th- there's an interesting thing here where this is a period where a lot of Latin American right wingers are turning away from Christianity because they're, they're they're watching the liberation theology turn in 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 the Catholic Church. And they see this and they go, okay, well, the, the, you know, the, the, the Catholic church is getting, is, you know, it's, it's being infiltrated by communists. It's coming soft on communism. Like a lot of these sort of like leftist, like Catholic priests are, you know, running, like running their own militia groups. And so the right wing in Latin America starts looking for like another, like another religious thing they can get into. And moon is like, Hey, it's me. Look, I have a church. We're Christian sort of kind of don't, don't look too closely at the, I'm the Messiah behind the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, but this works pretty well, and... You know, he, he has Bohi pock hand Alvarez a check for $50,000. Um, Alvarez hilariously is forced to return the check after the Episcopal conference in Honduras is like, hey, why are you taking from a money who, why are you taking money from a guy who literally claims to be the Messiah? And they get like, they get really mad at him. And that would be, just, that is yeah. awkward.
4: Like if you actually think about what he says about <laughs> yeah. God and Jesus, it, it could be awkward to take money from this guy.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, shout out, you know, okay, I, like, I, we, like we have to give credit to the Hond- Hondurans here, because in the U.S., this is not going to happen. Like in the U.S., the Christians are just going to like take they're just they're going to take Moon's money hand over fist. But the Hondurans are like, no, we're we're drawing the line at the Messiah guy. But, you know, this this doesn't, you know, Moon keeps working with Alvarez. He just, you know, gives the check back. But unfortunately, Alvarez uh, gets sacked by. He gets sacked by the government after the FBI reveals a conspiracy by Alvarez and his allies to overthrow the government on the behest of drug dealers, which, you know, sounds suspiciously like another coup that we've talked about today. It's he keeps getting involved in the same coup and it keeps either like, and it keeps just not working. It's just like, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, now undeterred moon continues to spend an enormous amount of time and money in Honduras, preaching anti-communism through democratization, which is again, hilarious from a guy who has multiple times on record saying that democracy is favored by Satan, but you know, okay. Welcome to the cold war. Okay. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
2: So and now now we come to the mother of all Cold War conspiracies, Iran-Contra, because, yeah, it turns out uh, Moon did (laughs) Iran-Contra. So. All right. uh, To to set the stage a little bit, in 1979, the U.S.-backed Somoza dictatorship was overthrown by a revolution that left the, the left wing Sandinistas in power. And the Sandinistas start doing things like, you know, nationalizing all of Somoza's land and, you know, like promoting public education. And the U.S. looks at this and goes, we need to murder literally every single person involved with this.
4: Yeah, that that scans. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so you know, opposing the Sandinistas are this group called the Contra Revolutionarios or the Contras. Now, e- even before Congress, you know, does, Congress eventually starts banning, like, but puts a ban in on all on all U.S. funding of the Contras because the Contras are doing things like murdering babies and blowing up yeah. silos to starve the population. <laughs>
1: like, you
2: know, death squad stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's good. they're they're really oh, don- like your death really squads bad. don't. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're you know I, I will say this the the Con the, the Contras well okay. I want to say that conjures are bad by death squad standards and that's true, but also like the other death squads are, uh, we're going to get to the Guatemalans in a bit. And oh my God, also the stuff the Salvadorian national guard is doing is.
4: Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're death squads, you, there's really, it's not necessary to like kind of ply the romance or the, um the, the moral differences between them. They're all, yeah. Once you hit that death squad <laughs> level, you're a death squad, yep. you know? now, uh, CIA USA, which is that
2: front group, Moody front group I talked about earlier, uh, starts contracting like a bunch of contra leaders to offer them to like help unite the contra factions. Um, Fernando El Negro Chamorro, who's one of the major contra leaders, uh, goes on a Moody sponsored trip with other contra leaders, uh, and, and Chamorro like turns down the money because he's like, I don't want the strings attached with it. But a lot of other contra leaders, including Stedman Fagoth, like take tens of thousands of dollars in cash and just, like, tons of food and supplies um, from Moon. And, and the CIA USA basically keeps Stedman and, like, the other Contra fac- factions, like, in the fight, like, long enough, you know, because all these, all these factions, like, they, they get their CIA money, like, turned off, right? And yeah. they're, they're in real crisis, and Moon keeps them in the fight until the contra can kick in, which is horrifying, because, like, Moon... Like, Moon is directly responsible for everything that's going to happen in Nicaragua like from this period on because if, if, he, if he's not funding these guys like these guys a lot of these groups fall out of the war but you know he he's the, he's there to bridge the gap and yeah, yeah before we fully get to Iran Contra there's one more thing I should mention which is that there's some evidence that people American students from the like the church's student movement like there's some evidence they fought for the Contras um I can't really confirm it. it the, there seems to be credible evidence that like individuals went to go fight for them, but it's unclear if it's like a mass thing the church was promoting or if it was just sort of an individual thing. Uh, we do know the church claims we have been sending people into Nicaragua to like preach, so who
4: knows? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things if you raise a large group of people to believe that like this is a fight that they personally need to be involved yep. in. And like is a bunch of them go over and fight. It's a great way to, to make that. It's the same thing we saw. We see with like Rhodesia where it's like, well, did this organization send fighters? No, but they created propaganda that convinced people to go fight there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, this uh, this this didn't make it into into the cut of the episode, but I uh,
2: uh, his newspaper, uh, the Washington Times, big Rhodesia fans, uh, also yeah, also I'm, big apartheid South Africa fans. It was it was the shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't find anything about him directly funding them, but yeah, he's he's on their side in principle. Okay, so now we need to talk about Iran Contra. I'm I'm gonna do like the shortest version of Iran Contra anyone has ever done. So there's four parts. Uh, Part one is Oliver North gets $10 million from the Sultan of Brunei, who is the world's most feted out monarch. And then his secretary puts the money into the wrong bank account and lights it on fire. So just some random Swiss banker gets $10 million. They can't get the money back. And the Sultan of Brunei
4: (laughs) Brunei is very funny.
2: It's funny because the Sultan of Brunei is is, he is the most CIA guy like outside of the CIA that has ever existed. And even he was like, you just put $10 million in the wrong bank account. Like, I'm not going to give you any more money. Fucking Oliver
4: North. <laughs> yeah, That's <shit>.
2: great <laughs> so part part two after that part plan fails is uh, Oliver North basically is secretly negotiating with the Iranian government to covertly buy American to, to, to sell the Iranian government American missiles and then they're gonna they part three is they take the money they get from selling those missiles. Um, and they put it in like a, a Black Ops slush fund, and they they move that money to the Contras. Now, part four is creating a cover story for where that money came from. And then Moon is neck deep in part in part four. Um, Bohi Pot gives hundred thousand dollars to Oliver North's Nicaraguan Freedom Fund, a fund also backed by uh, Pot alum Soldier of Fortune magazine. To say good time, and the Moonies cool. also like they start they set up their own fundraiser for the Contras, and they you know, they're they're also working with the anti communist leagues. Uh, fundraisers and logistics networks, and the the anti communist league one is the is the is the big one that that Reagan uses to go oh hey see all this mo- CIA money we're pouring in that's that's not from the CIA see this this is, this is a grassroots anti communist campaign and you know I mean like and they, they do actually raise some money it's just that they don't raise Iran Contra money. Now, not content to just do Iran Contra, uh, the Moonies sent a fake priest to testify before Congress, claiming that the Sandinistas were dressing up as Contras and doing false flag massacre- massacres to, disc- to discredit the Contras. That seems plausible. <laughs> That's got to be what's happening, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah so there's Cheer a funny guys. thing so, so he this guy claims to be from the catholic church and the catholic church is like this is not one of our guys and so and he's like no no, no i'm i'm from i'm from the orthodox catholic church and everyone's like what and the orthodox catholic church apparently is this like it's this group
4: in like uh, Are they people who thought Vatican II went too far and like the church has gotten cucked?
2: It's it's weirder than that. They're like this really weird, like 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 very old like splinter faction with eight people in it in like uh in like Scotland for some reason. And like oh, okay. it's it's unclear if he's even involved with them. But what what they do find is a bank account with like a bunch of money in it that <laughs> one of French organizations that this guy was mysteriously paid. So that was fun. Um, and the 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 other thing that they do is causa produces a pro contra documentary film called nicaragua was our home that airs on pbs in 1985 to draw up support for the war uh, okay lee shapiro who's the dude who made the film and a fanatical moon supporter who graduated from the unification theological seminary because oh yeah the moody's have a school now and i should mention they have multiple schools uh like there's just multiple colleges that <sighs> yeah they i
4: mean yeah you, you get a
2: cold that <laughs> like, big across the world and it, you yeah. do have
4: to start directly training the children at some point yes yeah, for sure it's yeah
2: so so absolutely lee Lee, uh is is killed near kabul while embedded with uh hezbollah islami to to make a propaganda film about the mujahideen now uh
4: you know what go (laughs) off king absolutely get killed by hezbollah in afghanistan or with hezbollah in afghanistan
2: well hezbollah islami is like probably the worst of the african of of the actual afghan mujahideen factions uh
4: yeah it's not a good one
2: yeah yeah during the civil war just in the shelling of Kabul alone, they kill at least 25,000 civilians. Like it's there and it's it's interesting because so Lee Lee like goes out into Afghanistan, like trying to find some trying to find a, a Mujahideen group who will let him work with him, and all of the Mujahideen groups are like, no. Like well, we will not yeah. work with
4: you. Like yeah, cuz I, I don't know if you know this about Mujahideen in general but if you say sometimes god's wrong and I tell him and he's like oh stupid me this is why I go to you buddy you yeah. know <laughs> if, if that's your religion a lot of Mujahideen might have issues with you
2: yeah and and the the, the only people who were ta- who will take him are
3: <laughs> are, are the worst yeah, are just dudes out there? literally the worst yeah.
2: people in the entire world. Who are, okay. So there's an angle here that I, I couldn't find direct evidence of, but like, so this is he, he, he's embedded with the faction that's like being backed by Pakistan. And there, there might be some kind of incredibly convoluted anti-communist angle there. I wasn't able to find it, but yeah. this guy's involved with literally everything As ever. So, if you're
4: sending guns to Afghanistan, you're one of the bad guys. Now, yeah. does that mean that basically <laughs> everyone involved in Afghanistan for the last forty years have been the bad guys? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot of shitty people sending guns to Afghanistan and sometimes soldiers and usually for bad reasons, basically always yep. for bad reasons. That's Afghanistan. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, the World Anti-Communist League is sending funding to them
2: and sending funding to them. And Lee Shapiro's death is literally the only thing that stops USA from just making another propaganda film and having it aired on BBC, or not BBC uh, uh, PBS. Mm hmm now, lest you think we're done with the death squads, uh, CIA USA oh, also did... Oh, this is did, behind the bastards. Oh, the only yeah. promise
4: we make is that <laughs> we're squads. never done with the death squad. There's
2: so many. Uh,
4: yeah. So,
2: so yeah, the CIA USA also did a propaganda media tour for Rios Mont dictatorship in Guatemala.
4: Oh, uh, boy! Carlos Rios Mont! Yeah! Yep. Now,
2: yeah, R- Rios Mont is most notable for, like, successfully doing a bunch of genocides against the indigenous population of Guatemala. He like, definitely did, yeah. There, there are entire peoples who are just gone. They killed every mm-hmm. single one of them there are languages that don't exist anymore yeah there, there are, are towns
4: that still won't let the military back into this yeah. day because of the genocide. Yeah, yeah i
2: mean like like there, there are it, it's horrifying like there's i one, one of my friends uh didn't didn't anthrop- like was an anthropologist who worked with a, a community who they they so they, they managed to ev- everyone else around them had been killed in the genocide they managed to survive and they're the last people on earth who speak their language and they survived by just running on foot through the jungle and they made it but you know they 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 like, you know, they, they, they live in this horrible slum and they, they can't speak Spanish and they're the last people left of, you know, their 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 entire people who have been around for thousands of years because mods fucking killed all of them. And mm-hmm. it's it's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty bad. And moons moons doing propaganda tours for their for their death squads and also funding them. It's
4: yeah. I mean, are you really a right wing shithead, though, if you're not backing Rios mod? I, like, are are you actually? Do you deserve to even call yourself like you know, a violent right wing extremist if you're not backing that guy? I I,
2: I will say like okay, th- th- there are a lot of right wingers who like back Rios Mont like rhetorically, but like you know, Moon Moon puts his money where his mouth is. Like you you can you 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 can never not say that like when like, when 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 there was a fight against communism and when there were babies to be killed, like no one on earth can say that Reverend Moon did not did not do his parts in murdering those
4: mm-hmm. babies. He made sure there's not as many babies and you know what every time you don't spend an extra five ten minutes in traffic thank you reverend moon thank you for making there be less people who are alive to drive cars and stop me from getting to the sparrow you know what else is uh makes there be less people alive to to drive cars products and services that support this podcast washington state patrol oh well yeah the highways yeah washington state patrol and coke industries and For sure. I mean, with their island where people hunt children, they really go out of their way to decrease the surplus population. Okay, here's ads. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. The verdict is end with Monopoly Go. There's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now for free on the App Store and Google Play.
1: Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Me.
4: Focus
0: Features presents Back to Black.
1: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
0: Experience the music and her story.
1: Know like this. I ain't no spy Girl.
0: Like never before.
1: That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On
0: the big screen.
1: I want to be
3: remembered
0: for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
3: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler-Sandy's can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandy's. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandy's.
4: We're back.
2: Chris, please go ahead. So Moon also has like another friend group that he uses that's does basically the same thing as CAUSA but like it just does media tours um and they, they 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 run these like quote unquote fact finding trips uh that included interviews with the le- leaders of Renamo and Mozambique, unida in Angola, SWAPO in in Namib- uh, Namibia and Solidarity in Poland. Now, those of you who know your Cold War will realize that UNINA means Jonas Savimbi, not seen since the Manafort episode of The Dawn of Time is uh, back on the pod.
4: And yeah. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Man. From fucking Guatemala to Angola. It's all incredible. around, He's really hitting all of the hits of like right wing fuckery in, in this period of time. He's, he's, he's doing a whole fucking bingo. It's, it's really it's incredible. It's very impressive. It's now, very impressive. I, I will say
2: this. So I, I don't have any evidence that he directly funded either solidarity in Poland or uh swapo in, in, in uh, uh, in Namibia, but there, through through a web that is like elaborate even by moon standards, and I'm, I, I'm not going to explain the full thing because it's it's I, I, I turned into the like I turned into the pin boards meme like conspiracy meme trying to like tra- track all of the funding sources down. But he he does seem to have funded both Renamo and Savimbi just like directly. So cool. that's fun. And to, to to finish off the Death Squad Gauntlet, we need to talk about Cambodia. <laughs>
4: Oh, boy. Wow. Man, that is honestly not maybe not one of the death squads I necessarily expected to see him get involved with.
2: So throughout the late 1970s, uh, Pol Pot's troops were busy making like a series of the worst military decisions in human history. Uh, They decided that they were going to launch a bunch of cross-border raids against Vietnam and just like massacre a bunch of Vietnamese civilians. Now, the Vietnamese army... By by, by, by the time you hit 1977, 1978, they have beaten back-to-back the French, the Japanese, the French again, the U.S., and in one year, their B-team is about to go blow for blow with China in a conventional war. Uh, Pol Pot's army does not have a a centralized command and control structure. So, Pol Pot's army looks at this and goes, no, 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 we're going to be the ones who succeeded where every single other empire on Earth has failed, and they start this war with Vietnam, and vietnam invades 1979 and they just blow the cambodian army to pieces um but they 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 do a thing i think everyone who lives in the u.s uh knows well which is they get stuck in a nation building quagmire which
4: you know Uh, well you know it happens to everybody it's like throwing your back out you know everybody at some point you know if you're if you're Funding death squad, you're going to wind up locked in a quagmire of a war. You know, you know I, I will say I'm no getting I, around it. I will say this for Vietnam. Like, OK, if, if if there's one government ever
2: that it was like, this is a good idea to go in and knock them off. It's Pol Pot. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, you know, but but th- this becomes a problem with them because, you know, they're trying to set up a state and.
1: It doesn't look that uh, yeah. <laughs>
4: Vietnam, Vietnam proves that there is something about being a state that makes you want to get involved in another state shit and yeah, start a quagmire. Uh, and it, it um, you know... Not that, like, again, like you said, somebody needed to do something. But yeah, it it is mean, just funny to see Vietnam go do a Vietnam on yep, Cambodia. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. I don't know. There's no lesson there because the lesson certainly isn't let guys like Pol Pot yeah, continue do doing, doing Pol Pot things. Please don't take this as me saying, ha ha, what fools the Vietnamese were. Yeah, um, I mean I, I, w- I will say, like I will say that
2: like, this is that the the lesson from this is that if, if you're gonna go invade a country and knock off Pol Pot, you actually have to kill Pol Pot. Pol Pot, like yeah, that, that I would say
4: killing Pol yeah, Pot and, is something in general so, more people should have done. Yeah, this this, yeah. this is a
2: problem because you know the other thing that happens is that a bunch of Khmer nationalist groups pop up. Um and and one of these is is called the the Khmer People's National Liberation Front. Now, Moon uh, does propaganda for and direct support to the Khmer People's National Liberation Front. Now, there's one problem. Now, and he's doing this because you know this is an anti-Vietnam group, right? But there's mm-hmm. one problem with the, the Khmer People's National Liberation Group as, as as an anti-communist group, which is, you know, other than the massacres, which they don't care about. Uh, the problem is that the Khmer People's National Liberation Front is part of the coalition government of democratic Kampuchea. Kempe- 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 now Moon is is pushing for the the coalition government, democratic democratic uh He's like they're they're trying to get they're trying to maintain their seat the, the uh, Cambodia seat of the UN. Uh, the problem with them is that the most powerful member of this coalition is Pol Pot. So Moon mm. is directly funding, well, it's, it's sort of in, is indirectly directly running propaganda for him and indirectly funding Pol Pot.
4: What a great anti-communist! <laughs> yep, <sighs> we, it's, you, you love to see it.
2: it. It's yeah, it's it's real bad. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's he's funded Pol Pot now. Well, I mean, look, whomst among us has not given me, Pol Pot some I money? Have not, at some point.
2: M- I have not. I've never given money. Uh, to I, Pol Pot.
4: This <laughs> look, Chris, you can't say that because it could happen. Here is sponsored entirely by King Norodom Sihanouk, who funded Pol Pot. So in a way, no, you know. As we, as we sell no. the former king of, no. Okay. I don't really, I, I, I lost, I lost a handle on this. This is when you jump in. So
3: huh? this is I one, said, when you jump I said, in. Said no.
4: Okay. I'll, All right.
2: Well, Chris, please continue. So, you know, there, there's kind of like a secular limit that you hit, right? Like there, there's a certain point at which just the amount of time you have, and the amount of money you have is such that you can't like, you can't fund literally every death squad. Yeah, Unless, that, is,
4: that, that, that is something I've often mourned in my own life, but, you know, you fund the death squad, you can. Yeah, but but there's a way around this, and the way around this is you fund the American government. Well, yeah. Now, okay. so... As a taxpayer, I do back a lot of death squads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but,
2: the, you know, there, there's there, there's there, there's a political angle that, that, that lets you, like, increase the bang for your death squad buck. Um mm-hmm. So, the, there, there's a guy named... Richard Vig- Viguerri, I'm, I'm butchering his name because he's Italian. And I also don't respect him. Um, he, he is the man who basically created the modern right out of the wreckage of the Barry Goldwater campaign. Um, he's famous for taking a list of 12,000 people who donated more than $50 to the campaign in 1964 and using it to create a mailing list. Now, this is a revolution in American politics. It allows oh God,
4: us. God, yeah, that's the yeah, whole fucking 80s.
2: Seventies and eighties. Yeah, and he's doing this in the sixties. And this allows him to 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 fundraise and mobilize activists at an unimaginable scale. Like this this is this is Facebook before Facebook. And they're sending these old people letters that say things like babies are being harvested and sold on the black market by
4: Planned Parenthood Clinics. And Oh, cool. It's Twitter. Yeah, it's it's literally. (laughs) They they invented Facebook.
2: Yeah. (laughs) They they did it in 1965. And 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 old people react exactly the same way old people react now to Facebook. And so Vigieri is at just the absolute cutting edge of this. He's at the cutting edge of the mailing list. He's using computers to like keep track of the mailing lists, uh, and you know he he is he is building the the infrastructure that will make the Reagan Revolution possible. Uh, Moon is funding him as early as 1965 through a scam that involves setting up radio towers to broadcast propaganda to North Korea. Um, He also gives Vigieri $900,000 through a fake charity in 1977, and then bails him out again in the eighties by buying Vigieri's office building for $10 million and then putting him in charge of the accounts of the the American Freedom Coalition, which is a, a Mooney group that's invented to like defend Oliver North. Now, while this is happening, uh, Mooney Point man uh, Gary Jarman was running an organization called the Christian Voice, which was one of the first political organizations to put Vigieri's new fundraising system to the test. In 1980 and 1982, they outraised every single other conservative fundraising group. To, to put this into perspective, Jerry Farwell's like, new moral majority pack raises $22,000 in his first year. That same year, the Christian Voice raised four hundred ninety-four thousand seven hundred and twenty-two dollars. And these guys, the Christian Voice, is terrifyingly powerful. In the nineteen eighty election, they target thirty-two races and they beat twenty-two incumbents. This is wow. The, yeah, it's bad. This is the you know, this this is the infrastructure that built the Reagan Revolution, and it is funded by Reverend Moon.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah,
2: it's bad, and and you know not not content to simply fight at the ballot box, uh, Moon runs anti communist campaigns on college campuses, including a anti communist newsletter, which is actually pretty. Cool. He has this like newspaper thing that you know how every like Trotskyite group and every like weird communist group like passes out newspapers on campus. Moon is like, what if we did our own, but they were anti communist? So he has all of his like followers on campus like passing out these newspapers, and so you get all these like like all of the cults are like lined up next to each other passing out newspapers. It's a fun time but she's also I know you've uh, talked
3: about it, but it's just the outstanding amount like it's just like unfathomable amount of money this she's in everything he funds yeah, so much he, the outreach he, and he, funding he's, is he's like he's hit he's the
4: first he's the only real cult leader that I'm aware of that is on that L. Ron Hubbard level yeah. where they hit this certain point early in their career where it's like where did their money come where the well they have infinite money
3: yeah, yeah. There's, there's no you, they, you have, they have all they have saying, old, as much then, money and as and they, and they need and then Moon I'm like how does they have all of the money they could ever spend
4: Like which is a scary thing for a cult leader to get to. God, it makes me miss L R H. He didn't fund any death squads, he just threw kids off of boats like a hero. Yeah,
2: like like Moon is Moon is like, like, what 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 if you used L. Ron Hubbard for just like pure evil?
4: It's tragic to think of L. Ron Hubbard's legacy being used for
2: evil. Yeah. And you know, and I will say, like, so like part part of how he's funding this is like Part of it is just, you know, the cult, like the cult is literally a pyramid scheme, right? And that he has all of these businesses. He also has Sasakawa's like literally infinite Yakuza money from from Japan. He's getting KCIA money. He's getting money from all of just like, he, he keeps, he, there's like a couple of times where he takes over banks in Uruguay and then just like takes all of the money from them. And then the bank goes under, like, he does this like multiple times. He has He's always landed. Oh, there, there's another thing I, that I didn't fit in the episode, but I think I should talk about a little bit, which is that like. There's some evidence that, like in the night, in like the 90s, he got into the drug trade because he, he starts buying all of this land that's like on the 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 border what, what kind of, of drug? Brazil. Well,
4: it, like oh, cocaine. yeah, okay, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the
2: cocaine trade. He's going to be, be like buying the border crossings that cocaine moves through in in like Bolivia and in yeah. It's uh, th- there's there's no hard evidence of that, but like no one I else. Mean, but there's no other I, reason why you're buying all that land. If like- you are
4: <laughs> if you are backing multiple death squads in Latin America, yeah. to the tune of tens of millions of dollars. I'm sorry, but I don't. I can't believe you're not moving, Blow. Yeah, like I refuse I, to accept that that's possible. In yeah, this period. I mean,
1: it, it's it's
2: it's one of those things. There, there's so many threads of Moon where, like, you know, so, some of the threads, like, I, like I pulled on the Death Squad thread, and I found that he was funding Paul and some of them, like, I, I, there 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 seems to be a lot of investigative journalism, like, still to be done on this organization because.
4: Like the cocaine thread is. Like, I mean, it's, it's so a lot of people it, all encompassing. Yeah, like it's it's hard to it, it's hard to think it, it's impossible to imagine that like people know the bottom of this at the moment. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad. Yeah, so but you know what's not bad, Chris? Products and services. Uh that that support this podcast. Wow. Um Products and services are always. Uh, uh, you know. Chris, a lot of people say some of our products and services back death squads themselves, I don't agree with that. I think one of the beautiful promises that the Raytheon Corporation has for the world is a future without death squads because robots can kill those people from the sky, Chris. That's from true. From the sky. You no longer need You don't need have to people. send a bunch of soldiers who yeah. are fucked up on cocaine and methamphetamine to gun down a bunch of children in a village. You just bomb it from the air.
2: Although, Robert, with a there, drone. There, there's a real risk here, which is we're, we're, we're cutting the legs out of the child soldier industry.
4: I, I know, but, you know, look, disruption has to come for every industry eventually. One day you and I will be replaced with a robot that perfectly mimics Joe Rogan's voice. Um, And like that, you know, child soldiers are going to be replaced by drones. But we can still honor the legacy of the child soldier industry by having little kids pilot those drones because they're better at video games that's true it's ender's game Mm -hmm. we've proven Mm -hmm. it mathematically yeah ender's game but entirely targeting poor people in the global south that's the promise of raytheon all right here's some other ads Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash behind. That's Mintmobile.com slash behind. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at Mintmobile.com slash behind. Forty-five dollar upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above forty gigabytes on unlimited plan taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Ooh, boy, Chris, we get a lot of money for those Raytheon mid-rolls. I mean, we just, we just, that, that's, our, that's our salary for a while, my man. You want to continue on with this, uh, this enlightening story of good times? Yeah, so, so the, the, the other thing that Moon's doing on college campuses is
2: he's running a network of spies to spy on leftist activists and giving the information to conservative groups. This <laughs> is, <it's just>, like, <laughs> This is like this. Sort of thing. Like this. This should be like for, for like any other organization. The fact that you're running a network of college campus spies to 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 like mean, you, you have leftists. gone
4: through in a list like twenty things, each of which, if a guy had done one, would <laughs> make them a worthy subject of this like, series. Yeah, like,
2: this. This spy network has one sentence in my script. Yeah. One. it's 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 the second half. It's of just a, a spy network. Yeah, it's yeah. Like,
4: oh, just a spy network. Because it's like because, how you <laughs> got a you got to breeze over L. Ron Hubbard summoning the Antichrist with sex magic when you get yeah. his biography because like, there's just too much going too much. on, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah.
2: It's so yeah, you know. So and and one one of the reasons why I'm brushing over this is that um. In, in 1982, Moon founds probably the single most important American institution he ever founds, the Washington Times. Um, here's Bohi Pock, the Times corporate president, describing why the Times was created. Quote. It is a total war, basically a war of ideas, war of oh, mind, the battlefield, of the human war. mind. Huh? This yeah. is the battle, this is where the battle is fought. Son, in this war, the entire thing will be mobilized political means, social means, economic means, and propagandistic means, and basically trying to take over the other person's mind. That is what the Third World War is all about the war of
4: ideology oh so he's yeah he's doing a fourth generation war thing yeah, yeah yeah he's yeah he's he's very much kind of thinking yeah honestly on the same side as william s lind um yep, yep. okay that scans yeah yep now this this is reagan's favorite newspaper he, he has his paper delivered to his office
2: every single morning and he reads christ it. in heaven and oh and, god an absolutely enormous number of right-wing journalists have passed through who over the years so th- yeah this is i mean this it's the
4: name i it's very familiar i'm sure yeah. everyone listening to this has run into a washington yep. Di- times article they are run point. by, by fault, a cult. Like oh is you, like the, the half of their business is people like on social media mistaking them for the post. and Yeah, it's like,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the, the, so you know, there, there's a thing. I was saying I, I saw all this like fairly. It was like this was, like a week or two ago. Uh, the Washington, the Washington Times, like published an article calling, basically screaming about like calling the CCP like a, a I think it was a termite infestation. And it was like yeah, okay. like oh, there's these termites in the, in our society that have to be eliminated.
4: And I'm like, well, so this is like that's great, genocide, that's right but genocide. Like, but you yeah, know, I just I just looked at the Washington Post and the washington times website next to each other almost identical yep, fonts for yep. the names like deliberately yeah, almost yeah. identical fonts for the names Cool. yeah and, and, I, and I think awesome. people
2: i don't know people, people 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 look at the washington times doing stuff like that they are like oh my god look at the general stuff. office like yeah these guys like these guys are so much worse like this this is this is the this is the newspaper of a cult
4: yeah much like the epoch times
2: yep yep except yeah i mean this you know a lot a lot of what's happening here like the, like like this like the moonies are just a better like a more successful version of, of the falun
4: gong in, in a lot of ways Yeah, i like mean they, they do and and one of first. the big differences would be that the falun gong as terrible as a lot of things about them are legitimately has suffered repression and stuff like yeah like, yeah We're, as opposed to these guys are fully the state is yeah. on board well, and, with them yeah
2: yeah and i well i okay so the u.s state we'll, we'll get to that in a second um but you know, so I I I I want to especially mention some of these people. Uh, David Brooks gets to start in journalism as as a move writing movie reviews for them. Awesome, like Patrick Cannon is an ex Washington Times columnist. And, that you know, makes sense. And, yeah. and they 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 basically like invent the modern style of, of right wing journalism. Like these are the Times are like some of the first people to do the war on Christmas. Like they basically invent that. And you know, I I I I, I want to you know they have a very disturbing analysis of this. Um, I, I want to read one of their this this is This is a poster that was made by one of the the their affiliate groups because they have about a trillion. News is available through more media than ever before and for twenty four hours a day. Yet much of it sounds the same. Are media giving people the facts they need in the twenty first century? Is the media's traditional role of reporting facts even still relevant? Is it time for the media to become guide dogs instead of watchdogs? So ok. And, and what they're guiding people to is white nationalism. The yeah. Times is extremely racist, incredibly pro-confederate and they publish a bunch of literal Nazis. Um Francis Booth Coon. I mean you just
4: listed Pat Buchanan so oh, yes. Oh yeah,
2: but but I mean like like pe- people who are more explicitly Nazi than Pat Buchanan. Which is Fairly impressive, yeah. So, so yeah, because
4: fr- he's written a whole book defending Hitler. Yeah, so so
2: uh, Francis Booth Coombs, who who works at the Times, uh, frequent he, he was he was like he was like their, one of their head publishers, and he frequently published his wife, who's the other main thing his wife writes for is Stormfront. Um, oh,
4: good, awesome,
2: yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so here, here's from the Southern Poverty Law Center. In one opinion piece in the Times, Coombs describes the whole of of human history as quote the struggle of races non-white immigration she wrote in another column is importing poverty and revolution that will end in the eventual loss of American sovereignty in England Muslims are turning life in this once pleasant land into misery for its native inhabitants it's, it's really like, and this is this is just one example that I've pulled out there are dozens of people at the time to write stuff exactly like this. It's horrifying. I've, I've talked a bit before about the, the Defender of Odisha. They, they're huge, huge defenders of apartheid in South Africa. They are, yeah, it, it's, 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 you know, it's, it, it's, it's one of the worst institutions in the U.S. and they, in, in a lot of ways, it's like it's, they they kind of serve a, a role, sort of similar to how, what Infowars does, right? Where like you have this one, sort of they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll 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 do the Alex Jones thing, right? They'll 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 pick a headline from another news source, completely misinterpret it, turn it into an outrage machine, and then they'll feed it to the right, to the rest of the right wing press, and it goes through like Fox News. Yeah, but they're they're kind of Except, more like
4: Breitbart in that they they camouflage themselves as yeah more legitimate. And,
2: and then also like you know especially with Reagan like they they just directly have access to the president because this is their favorite magazine. I mean, this is, this is, this is Reagan's favorite newspaper. And, you know, one of the other things they do is so the the Korean government, uh, there's, 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 there's a pro-democracy uprising in, in the city of Gwangju and they make this commune. It's, it's one of the sort of incredible revolutionary moments sort of in world history. And the Korean government just murders them, just absolutely butchers them. Um, and the times does propaganda like you know the times runs cover for the korean government and this is so bad that even like the other right-wingers at the times just resign in mass because they're like i i won't be a part of the, the like the south korean government literally murdering a bunch of pro-democracy protesters oh now, boy that that order to, to to defend the south korean government comes directly from the top it comes directly from moon it comes directly from bohi pak and they're trying to protect the new south korean government after the kcia shot former dictator park chung-hee in his bunker which is a story that i will tell like another time yeah. on this podcast the so we dictators don't have time of here. south
4: korea deserve yeah uh, as much time as the I, dictators of north korea yeah they I'm, I'm
2: working on episodes <laughs> but yeah we, we, we'll tell that later but you know moon is j- just directly running interference with the fact that like his bosses just murdered the president um now this right-wing media blitz isn't just an american affair moon is putting out newspapers across the world including the Sergey times in korea the middle east times in cairo and uh, sakai nipo in japan now sakai nipo is fun because they uh they directly advocate for japan invading manchuria again which oh, yeah because it went so well last oh, time yeah, it's great and you know th- this is where i was talking about you know that that whole thing about how they they about how the moonies run that scam where they 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 make people like pay indulgences for all the war crimes that uh japan did in korea oh boy they're advocating for them to do it again it's it's great well i mean god forgave them,
4: so kind of like rasputin believed you got to get back in there and start sinning again yeah well he's not gonna have anything to forgive
2: i I should i should uh, specifically mention this god does not forgive tojo moon forgives tojo (laughs) Well, yeah, because you need someone
4: a little more powerful than God for Yeah. yeah, yeah. and and Moon is just much much better than God. I think Moon would agree.
2: Yeah. Now, Moon's increasing hold over the media was tested in Japan when Yoshikazu Shojima, a former churchman, attempted to fight like a full-scale church takeover of Sakai Nippo in in, in Japan. Now, Moon sends in the Yakuza uh, from the book Inside the League— on the 1st of October, about 100 people, including about 30 in special karate training groups, barged into the paper's offices. They broke I mean, desks, this is stole dope papers, so and beat up some of the employees. Okay, On that June part's 2nd not of 1984, Sojima was attacked outside his home in Tokyo and stabbed repeatedly, according to police reports. When the attack occurred, he was preparing an article critical of Moon.
4: Man, <laughs> can't one team of, like, karate soldiers be sent into a place and it not end no, in a depressing okay. thing?
2: No, I, okay. I, I'm gonna do an episode at some point about karate because it's so fucked up um but one, one of the things that one of the things that's important to note is that the world karate federation was founded by sasakawa the uh that japanese fascist and one of moon's lieutenants so yeah all the, the karate
4: people like huge supply of bodyguards for the south korean dictators uh, oh cool it, well i guess i'm yeah. gonna have to go to krav maga for an unproblematic martial art yep. time to google krav maga, <laughs> krav maga for the first time you know it's it's bad now
2: so while all of this is happening, like this is you know, this this in some ways is Moon's moment of triumph. But there's two disasters that strike. One is the death of his 17-year-old son, Huang Jin. Now, this is a major problem for Moon theologically, because he has written that people can only reach the kingdom of heaven if they're married. So naturally, what, what kills his son's dad? Uh, he so he's driving an SUV on an icy road and uh, he crashes. He gets
4: assotted. Yeah. Well, I, he he well, it I, was wasn't he, a sports he, crap,
2: no, then, yeah. Well, I, he, he just like is not is a seventeen year old and is not good at driving an ice. And I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. He I don't. There's there's no evidence he got murdered. Uh, so so naturally, Moon solves the problem of his son can't go to heaven because he wasn't married by marrying the dead Huang Jin off to Bo Hee Pak's daughter Hun Sun Pak.
4: So, I mean. <laughs> potentially a great deal because uh, you don't have to deal with a lot of the traditional downsides of marriage yeah um hunsun punk later said
2: that the experience was quote like being emotionally raped oh so okay. yeah not good i'm gonna i'm gonna wait an extra second before i <laughs> yeah. respond
4: to you in the future chris <laughs> yeah
2: it's it's not good um and yeah and this is like while this is going on like while, while moon's having his death squad adventures like there's just still a bunch of horrible stuff happening interpersonally in the church. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a good segue from this into what I'm about to read. So Moon also said about Huang Jian's death, If the sacrifice of Huang Jin Nim had not been made, one of either two great calamities could have happened. Either the Korean nation could have suffered a catastrophic setback, such as invasion from the North, or I myself could have been assassinated. Which, oh no. I think is just incredible. <laughs> yeah, like, this is incredible. Look at his oh no. mind, where he's like, uh, my son has died. Uh, how do I spin this? How do I spin this? Uh, yeah, if he hadn't died, uh, one of two equally bad things could have happened. I could die, or uh, North Korea could invade. And
4: I'm just like, <laughs> and he, he's consistently doing the thing that you're not supposed to do as a person. Um, like, say that God thinks that you're better than god or they say that well at least it was my son that died and not me like these are these are are like real big but um but it's just cool it's fine that's that's great
2: it's it's a good time um yeah so moon's other problem is with the law um moon gets indicted on a number of in the u.s gets indicted on a number of counts related to the fact that literally everything he does is indescribably illegal and the government is trying to sort of trying to get him on tax charges um Moon, like, Moon loses this case and gets convicted of conspiracy, obstruction of justice, and perjury. And and it's important to remember what he's convicted of, because even before Moon is convicted, he launches this massive advertising campaign, complaining that he's, like, he's being religiously and racially persecuted by a government that hates religion, and there's, like, this cult obsession, and it's just that they don't, they just don't understand his new religion and this works uh dinesh d'souza uh gives a speech
4: god defending it. him god damn it! did that uh, look you've brought <laughs> up a lot of frustrating names but that's the first one that made me angry yeah. god damn it uh lawrence tribe shows up to argue
2: that this whole prosecution is an attack on the first amendment and that the government is, is going after him for holding church money and his own money in the same account which is like a standard practice for small churches uh tribe the the oh okay i, I so the ACLU is involved in this. I've seen conflicting accounts as to whether it was just the New York chapter or the entire ACLU, but some of the ACLU, uh, the, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, and the National Association of Evangelicals all argue that if Moon is convicted, the government will like come after churches everywhere, so we have to defend Moon now. And of course, none of this ever happens. You don't. Yeah, no, no, this is none of this ever happens. There's no persecution ever because it's all lie. Moon is put in prison, if you remember, for obstruction of justice, perjury and conspiracy, not tax evasion. Right. Like he's he's not that's not what he goes down for. Like he goes down because he's running an enormous money laundering operation that is smuggling money in the socks of ballet dancers to move Yakuza money to Latin American death squads like that, that's what he's actually doing with this and oh so you- that's a
4: crime now huh we don't let <laughs> yeah, that happen in america
2: you know, but this is the thing like to this day you can find conservatives on on forum posts talking about how like uh like like the like the rational skeptic people will be like uh moon was like unjustly prosecuted it's like no they they he got off like so
4: easy for the, the number of crimes he- <laughs> if a dude chainsawed hit him in half it wouldn't have been an unjust like, prosecution yeah, like this guy, this guy
2: ran Korean, like ran Korean CIA influence operations on a, on a sitting American senators.
4: Yeah, and this like, is like a dullest level piece of
2: shit. Like, just yeah, let it happen. Yeah. Now, nevertheless, Jerry Falwell and Tim LaHaye, founders of the Moral Majority, yeah, join a, a pro moon that, campaign, that makes sense. and and they argue that he's being persecuted by secular humanists, which mm-hmm. is uh, their version of cultural Marxism. It's great.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The original term was pagan statism, actually. And yeah, Yeah, it's gone through a few few permutations before we hit cultural Marxist, which seems to scan best now. Yeah.
2: Um, LaHaye takes $500,000 from Moon and creates the Coalition for Religious Freedom, which is like focus on defending Moon. Um, Jerry Farwell, who had denounced Moon as a devil preying on American children in 1978, speaks at a banquet run by USA in 1985 and sits on the Coalition for Religious Freedoms board. And, you know, prison,
4: yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay.
2: Yeah. It, like prison turns out to have been like an incredible boon for Moon. It lets him like completely, re you know, because he he, 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 like Moon, Moon in the seventies is like one of the most hated figures in America. Cause everyone's like, oh, he's the cult guy. And by the mid 80s, he, you know, he he's he's gone. He's, he's completely rehabilitated his image and he's now like fully integrated in, into the into the, the Christian right. And it's incredible. it grim. took was
4: crimes, <laughs>
2: crimes and uh, an enormous amount of money. And you can do whatever y- you can fund every death squad on Earth. Now, b- back in the church, things had taken an extremely bizarre turn. Um, in the summer of 1987, church leaders heard that Moon's dead son, Huang Jin, had returned to Earth in the body of a church member from Zimbabwe. Cleopas Kudiona was accepted by Moon as a reincarnation of Huang Jin, whose body, whose spirit possessed his body. Um, Moon, like, appoints him as, like, a church inquisitor, and so he would go around, like, beating church members until they, like... Confess to something they did wrong and cool. it's apparently really brutal. He like beats priests and their wives unconscious. There's a, th- there's a story about him. Like he takes out a gun and just like starts shooting bullets into a pool and then orders everyone to go like pick up the bullets from inside the pool. Um, yeah. And he even, he even beats Bohe Pock like so badly that Pock has to go to a hospital to have like fluid drained from his brain. And this is the point at which moon is like, uh, I've had enough of this. Maybe and, you're not my son. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, he has, Uh, my son beats one less guy than that yeah and so so he he declares that his the the huang jin's spirit has left the body of cleopas
4: (laughs) huang jin comes back to life to just beat the shit out of some people (laughs) and then goes right off to the spirit realm again yep Incredible dude
2: It's it's wild. And one of the funny things about it's like this is so, like th- there are so many church leaders who are just like randomly showing up with like bruises on them. That like one of their like American like pretty like, prominent American followers is like convinced there's a communist plot going on to like
4: disrupt the leadership <laughs> of the church, and it's just
2: the other things that they call him Black Huang Jin. <laughs> <laughs> like
4: it's just okay like it's well bad. i mean okay yeah fine. I like, also, I also briefly that doesn't mention, really scan as bad within the context of the episode well I,
2: so i I, <laughs> should, I should briefly talk about there there's there there's like a there's like a so moon is like a big like racial unity guy so like like you know he, he like he was promoting integration in the 70s and like 60s and 70s. yeah yeah
4: yeah i mean there's actually a number of really problematic guys who during the conversations on integration were on the right yeah. side we could talk about the fucking um um, oh, you know, the Kool-Aid. What do you, what do you call it? Jim Jones. Uh, Jim Jones. Yeah. And, but, yeah but but yeah. But, I, but I will say, so Moon
2: is lying about this. Moon does not actually believe in racial equality. Uh, he in, in in his like so inside the church, there's racism like a, from the
4: death squad
2: guy. Yeah, it, there's there's this like internal hierarchy basically of like people in the church and it's like Koreans are on top and then I think it's like Japanese okay. people and then white people and then like black people are on the bottom and there's like there's there's some there's some racism stuff going on there. Uh, I yeah, I didn't write an enormous amount about it because there's so many death squads and we still haven't even gotten to the next thing we're about to get to, which is uh, uh, Kim Il-sung. So yeah, Moon, Moon ironically lives to see the death of communism like and the triumph of the market economy, literally everywhere except for North Korea. Well, yeah, which is uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're still keeping on. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he, he's Moon is convinced that like collapse is coming any day now, as like the Berlin Wall falls and the is imploding. So Moon begins secret talks with North Korea in 1991, and later that year, she's finally able to meet Kim Il Sung and return to return to North Korea for the first time since the Korean War. Now, Kim Il Sung has. Uh, like ha- has like Moon's childhood home like refurbished, and Moon goes to like visit his home, and then they have this like meeting where they, they like they like they like hug it out, and Kim Il Sung says, "Let us forget the past. Most important now is the future." Um, yes. the, the the Defense Intelligence Agency claims that Moon paid millions of dollars to a secret overseas bank account to get the meeting and secure future investment rights. I I don't know if that's true. It, the only evidence, we, the only source, is the Defense Intelligence Agency. So they might just be lying. It might also be true. But whatever happened, it works. Kim Il Sung and Moon were now in business together. Moon invests somewhere between fifty and sixty million dollars into a joint North Korean-South Korean car company called Pyonghua Motors, and was even allowed the extremely rare privilege of like putting up corporate billboards in North Korea for this company. And here's a fun quote from, from oh, church. The, stands are
4: gonna, the North Korea oh, stands are going to love this wait, one. Yeah, just wait. Fucking uh, billboards in the socialist paradise. Yeah. Uh,
2: so here, here's a fun quote from a uh, uh, church officer uh, Park Sung Kwan, who's the head of the joint venture. We are bound to succeed. There are no unions, low labor costs. The workers are very Clever, very quick to learn, and they are harshly controlled by their superiors.
3: Mm. Yeah,
2: the workers' baby! paradise. juj thought is the one true revolutionary ideology.
4: I've always said that. Sophie will tell you. I say that to her every day. Sometimes uh, I call her in the yes. middle of the night, screaming it at, at the top of my lungs, full volume. It's great. Uh huh. He he's also like
2: investing in Vietnam and China for like similar reasons, Uh, neither of whom seem to have any objections to taking money from a man who had their former comrades literally burned alive.
4: I mean, look, once (laughs) you get to the point where people have a lot of money, nobody actually believes anything. Yeah,
2: it's great. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, the the other thing Moon is able to do is he, he, the Washington Times gets the first, like the, the first interview with any North Korean leader in the Western press in 20 years. And the Times basically publishes like a puff piece praising Kim Il-sung. So... You know, you might be asking yourself, how does this dude who has literally spent his entire career being an full of yeah. communism, how is he justifying allying with Kim Il Sung? And the answer is that he justifies it by uh, calling it a triumph of his sheer power to fuse together himself and his enemy, Cain and Abel, God and Satan, Yin and Yang, and uh, even his own followers are like, no, <laughs> like leave the
4: church. Yeah, Because he's basically <laughs> saying, well, guys, the only problem with communism was that they didn't like me. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> but now, now they like. Like me. And, and it's funny cuz he he is like one of the largest like funders of the North Korean economy like to this day. He's like one of the big people putting money into it. It's it's incredible. Um and you know and, and th- th- this is, you know, but but you know his followers leaving the church is is kind of a theme for moon in the moon in the 90s the, the 90s was kind of a rough time for him um george hw bush who was a big enough moon supporter to tour japan and argentina with him you know loses the 1992 election and moon claims this is a result of uh bush refusing to sign papers calling korea the country of eternal peace supreme over all other nations it's like yeah you did okay he didn't make me king so that's why you lost um, but he, he starts pivoting to try to be like a civil rights leader and he forms this thing called the Women's Federation for World Peace, which argues that uh, women's liberation is submitting to traditional gender roles. And then he also starts paying a bunch of old civil rights leaders to back him and like courting these like socially conservative black churches. Oh, and great. you know, wh- while he's doing this, he also bails out Liberty University for $3.5 million when he thinks no one's looking. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. He's bailed out Liberty University. But. In 1999, Nansook Hong publishes a book called *In the Shadow of the Moons: My Life in the Reverend Sun Myung Moon's Family*. Nansook Hong is the wife of Moon's first son, like first son with his wife Steve, who's uh, Steve last seen threatening to rape and kill another women for having a child with moon. Yeah. He's great. Uh, So Steve moon is a problem child. He can't be disciplined. He drinks constantly and he just like wants to be a rock star in South Korea, which normally I'm on board with. Like, I don't know, son of a Mm -hmm. cult leader. I just want to be a rock star. Um, moon is mad about this because he's like, okay, well my son needs to lead the church. So his plan is to, uh, to get his successor back in line is to marry him off to the 15 year old Nan Hong, apparently on the logic that having a wife who's young enough to be easily controlled would turn him into a proper patriarch or something. And so, yeah, it's bad. I uh, hung is basically just like, a, like just Steve treats a her as a servant. Um, she has to like make him food every morning. And you know, she she talks about this time, like basically like smiling and being cheery every day before crying herself to sleep every night. Um, Hong gets pregnant, I think for the first time at 17 and she has, she eventually has five kids. Um, what pregnant with the fifth kid, she can rent Steve. Who's been doing literally millions of dollars of cocaine. Like he is, he is like defrauding wow, is entire church. Do, yeah,
4: for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty rad. Look, no, no notes on that guy.
2: Yeah, so the the problem with this is that uh you know he's like not helping raise his sons and daughters, and so um Hong like confronts him about this, and she tries to flush some of the cocaine down the toilet. And here's how the New Republic describes what happened next: Steve quote smashed my face, smashed his fist into my face, blooding in my nose. Hong later recalled he wiped my blood on his hand, then licked it off. Tastes good, he said. This is fun. It's, yeah, it's, it's not good. Mm. Um, what the he, fuck? That's so cute. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: like, oh, he's dude. just licking the blood off his hand and saying, this tastes good, this is fun, like, what? It's... Yeah, um... I mean, yeah,
4: okay. it does.
2: Yeah, uh, Steve Steve then threatens to kill her baby and, like, keeps on beating oh. here. Uh, oh. here. Here's from an interview she gave with CBS's 60 Minutes. Uh, he beat me so severely, I thought he would kill the baby in my womb. He made me clean up the spilled white powder from the floor even as he continued to beat me. Later, he would offer religious justification for beating me half senseless, a woman seven months pregnant. He was teaching me to be humble in the presence of the Messiah.
4: yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's unfortunately a really common line yep. of yep. like you talk to people who are in kind of like homeschooling cults and, you know, raised in sort of like to train up a child kind of bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of justifications for child abuse and spousal abuse in yep. different Christian sects that are like, yep. Well, this is I'm I'm humbling you, but you have to be humble before God, and like, yeah, it's yeah, good. it's horrible, and you know this this is this but the release of this book and the interviews,
2: um, like Hong is actually like she's she actually she's able to get away from Moon, she's able to live her own life. I mean, like people like church members like keep continuously calling her and like stuff like that happens, but she's able to get out and she publishes this book, and this book does like enormous damage to Moon because. You know, here's this guy who's supposed to have been like, like he's, you know, he's supposed to have been him. Mean, he's the most, he's literally the Messiah, and he's his him and his children are like his children are supposed to be the first generation new perfect children, and this is what they're doing, and this is really bad for the church. Um, so Moon begins to change his strategy once again. His new plan is he's going to get the U.S. to crown him king.
4: Okay, okay, how did that go?
2: In 2004, 81 congressmen, 26 ambassadors to the U.S., and like 500 other dignitaries gathered in the Dirksen Senate office building. According to one description of the event, Republican Roscoe Bartlett bowed before the couple, and and Democrat Danny Davis carried out one of the two golden crowns that were placed on their heads. Wait, what? Moon then informed the audience that kings and presidents had declared him humanity's savior and that Jesus, Buddha, Hitler, and Stalin had been reborn as new persons through his teachings.
4: (laughs) Wow. Dude, it turns out did that have, make it into anybody's like what? campaign ads trying to unseat these guys like that no, seems no, like, there was like a, i feel like there even was, today if somebody no, in congress cared. did that a lot of no folks would cared. okay there was cool, like, there, awesome, there was
2: like dope. one week where everyone was like oh hey yeah, would they? They, all the, all these senators went to a <laughs> went to a, like, a ceremony where they literally crowned this guy king and everyone was like he gives us money and
4: just nobody yeah. cared Wow. Well, yeah yeah look it was a metaphor why are you asking he gives yeah. us money like so so apparently
2: he he bribed a bunch of these people to be there by giving them gold watches, and the congressmen show up and are like, Fair enough. Wait, hold on. I thought we were just giving him an award. Why are we crowning him king? And, 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 and like the American press is just like, Ah, uh, this is a curiosity. Okay, whatever. Yeah, some, some senators crowned, some, crowned Reverend Moon king.
1: Look,
4: I feel like the one thing we all ought, and clearly we can't, but the one thing Americans should generally agree on is don't crown people king. You would That's like the whole thing that we were think, against. But no- like uh, this is this is why like you know this is all totally the tangible like this is why
2: I get so mad about the fact that like like the fact that we support Saudi Arabia it's like there's yeah. one principle the fucking only principle kings. Yeah. can we not they stick to one thing they keep doing they're it. bad they keep making kings. And so, yeah, and this is this is like this is an internally, this is an enormous propaganda coup for Moon. Um, you know, here are like literally the leaders of the United States bowing to him and crowning him king. And so Moon like retreats to a palace modeled after the modeled after the Capitol building that he has constructed in Korea after taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from Bush's faith of government money, by the way, from Bush's faith based initiatives. Awesome. It's great. Now you know, but by, by by the time you get to the, the mid late two thousands, Moon's health is failing. He has, I think, he has cancer. Um, and his daughter Injin Moon starts to take over the church around two thousand ten. Um, she takes over through a bunch of incredibly complicated political maneuvering. I'm not going to get into here, but she's able to take control of most of the church, but not all of it. And this is important because her, so she's able to take control of like like the organization that's the church, right? But she's not able to take control of the holding group that they that they funnel all their money through.
3: So the bajillions of dollars she doesn't have access to. Yeah, yeah. And and well,
2: yeah. So the the show company goes to her brother Preston, who Oh, does has, he suck more? Yeah.
3: Why, well, yeah. I mean, he
2: he I ha okay, like he's not the worst of the family branch, but he like he basically takes the money and he sets up like a, a new church with the same theology except without the like the moon family members as messiahs. Um Injun calls him, quote, a fallen Adam being controlled by Satan. Cool. And Preston says, like, basically the same, like similar things about her. And this is the first of, like, a myriad of fractures that would consume the church as Reverend Moon's health
4: declined and he lost control. Um, well, the good news is that if you're that guy, if you're the guy even God is like, this dude knows what's up, um, you're probably not going to have anyone who's capable of being that bold. And they have to be after yeah, you, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, Although, your, your you know,
4: replacement's just almost certainly not going to be not going to have that kind of. Chutzpah. Yeah, I mean they're not up to level, but they don't do that well. Okay, Injun does terribly. Uh, she she her her thing is you know so the problem is by two thousand ten you're you're in the
2: Obama years right
4: like mm-hmm. the golden age where there were no problems,
3: not a yeah, single I mean,
2: one. What what, mm-hmm. what I will say though is that this is actually like this is the first time that the church hasn't been able to ride a cultural shift because, you know, like like the 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 moral majority stuff, it like as a politics kind of like. Like, but I mean, Obama, like, it's kind of dying. Like, I mean, it's still around, but like, it doesn't, that's not, like the, the, that, that kind of right wing, like, like the, the, the pure, like the, the Christian version of it, like it, it doesn't fully reemerge again until Trump. And, and then, and when it doesn't, when it comes back under Trump, it's, it's, you know, like it's, it's, it's like a more fascist like version of it. And, and while they're trying to ride this transition, they screw up, um, and she like attempts to like modernize the church so she gets rid of all like the old hymns and chanting and replaces them with like guitar hero and ping pong tournaments and she also she launches a rock band called sonic cult and uh, and she, she she even is like oh we should encourage kids to like have a role in choosing their partners um this is an apocal disaster for the church internal church documents show that church membership in the u.s dropped from twenty six thousand to seven thousand in two
4: months <laughs>
2: she's like wow lose it all
4: Wow. That is like, yeah, that is, um, that is, that is a pretty, pretty quick fall.
2: Now when, when, moon finally dies in 2012, uh, moon's wife just like almost immediately ousts her by, so Injun had had a child out of wedlock. Um, and that's like, that's like literally the worst sin you can possibly do in, in the church. And so she like reveals this and Injun just like disappears. Um, but you know, even after this coup, that the, the, the church continues to fragment. And the most famous of these breakaway shards is Huang Jin Sean Moon's breakaway faction, which is now known as the AR 15 Church for conducting rituals and marriages of AR 15s. we were going here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. This is an interesting faction because, you know, he doesn't have, like, Sean doesn't have either the money of, like, Preston's breakaway church, nor does he have the connections that, like, the main church has. Because, you know, I mean, the main church are the people who hold on to leadership in like South Korea and they hold on to it in, in like in Africa, they hold on to South America, they hold on to the Jap- Japanese branch in particular. But what Sean's faction does have is car arms. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, yeah. So, so he, he, yeah. So he chooses like, you know, with, with, with car arms and, you know, with, with, with this sort of like thing going on, he chooses like publicity stunts to rebuild his membership. So, you know, he, he dons a crown of bullets. And rallies around, like, (sighs) Revelation 227, which says, he shall rule them with a rod of iron. It's very, like, you know, this is a lot of... Yeah, and knowing
4: that the news, like, obviously it's going to look so nutty that the news will go crazy over it. And then, you know, bada-bing, bada-boom, attention economy, baby. (laughs) Yeah,
2: And you know, but I was say this, Sean Moon isn't totally without connections and resources. um Both Steve Bannon and Patriot Prayer founder Joey Gibson show up to one of his events in, in I think twenty twenty. I'll say
4: Steve Bannon is a connection. Joey Gibson, yeah, Joey not, Gibson, not, like, not so much. Yeah, not so well, much. I, I, I bring up Joey
2: Gibson though because well, Joey Gibson and the fact that he controls Car Arms uh, all make the fact that he shows up to the Capitol on his father's birthday, January sixth, mm-hmm. and helps storm it all the more disturbing.
4: Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's that makes sense that we were heading there. Yep. At least he had another reason, you know? Yeah, it's his birthday, That's good. birthday party. It wasn't just, it wasn't just <laughs> yeah. the Trump stuff. Look, there were a lot of reasons for me yeah. to be storming a thing today. Yeah.
2: Now, a year later, Trump gave a 9-11 speech to a packed mainline unification church event led by Moon's wife. He said, quote, What, what they have achieved on the peninsula is just amazing. In just a few decades, the inspiration that they have caused for the entire planet is unbelievable. And I congratulate you again and again. So, right. so Trump, this makes Trump, I, I said, I said there were six presidents, right. Who've either met him or supported his organizations. So mm-hmm. that's Eisenhower, Nixon, uh, george bush george hw bush joe biden and donald trump so this Excellent. is a, a wonderful two-party system again we have here
4: absolutely shocked that clinton was not on there yeah just completely well, stunned
2: it, it, this this is because moon hates clinton moon like like when, when clinton yeah. t- when clinton wins the election moon is like the u.s has been taken over by satan and like leave for a while okay. you know <laughs> so, what
4: that that does scan yeah it, based on the time that does scan yeah. i guess yeah
2: and actually one of the other things that uh, i didn't mention in this was that, is that the washington times are like some of the people who like start the like so when when Hillary does the one good thing she's ever done in her entire life, which was advocating for universal health care they like that's when they start like a bunch of the the like anti-Clinton like AsherTurf stuff. Yeah. yeah so and to to, to, to to close to close this out, I am going to I'm gonna end this episode by reading a list of prominent American conservatives involved with the Moonies in some way or another, either writing for their magazines, working for a front group, giving speeches, or taking their money. David Brooks, Elliot Abram, Papi Kennan, George Bush, George H.W. Bush, Donald Trump, Mike Pence, Mark Pompeo, Mark Esper, Newt Gingrich, Orrin Hatch, Ronald Reagan, Grover Norquist, Jack Abramoff, Richard Vigieri, Ed Fulner, Strom Thurmond, Delas Souza, Lawrence Tribe, Jerry Falwell, Steve Bannon, Tim LaHaye, Ralph Reed, Beverly LaHaye, Gary Bauer, Gerald Ford, Jack Kemp, and John Pudhoritz. Uh, and yeah. this is this is an incomplete list. Like I yeah, that's, obviously. that's that's you, like you
4: just you're just hitting the hits. Yeah, yeah
2: and, and this also does not include anyone from the twelve countries or moon funded death squads. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Reverend Moon.
4: What a great guy. Oh. Well, you know what? As a fair man, I'm gonna give kudos to a guy who went for it, you know? He good for like, good for you, buddy. He, good he for you.
2: got a bunch he, he he got a bunch of, of sitting US congressmen and senator to crown him
4: king. Yeah, like, that is no that is one an achievement. Else has ever done that this. That is an achievement. No one else. Yeah. Uh, look. You know what? You, I, I, I got to just give one quiet salute um, in honor of this man's ambition and uh, ability to uh, somehow have a, an ass that could cash the kind of checks that he was writing. Yeah.
2: This, this This man had one glorious dream and it was dead babies and he killed
4: a lot of babies. He killed a lot of babies. He... Is going to be responsible for the deaths of a lot of babies in the future. Yep. And he made some pretty <laughs> mediocre handguns. Yeah. Um, don't buy a car. Get get a number of other guns. Look, if you want a tiny handgun, get a I don't know, Smith and Wilson bodyguard or something. You don't, you don't, don't, don't buy a car. Well, Chris, thank you for making me sad. <laughs> I'm happy to question mark. Oh. But I'm also happy because I didn't have to. Do as much work this week and I got to learn a story about a cult leader who is, boy, howdy. Gotta be in our, gotta be in our top five. Yeah, he's um, a, he's a, he's a real yeah. good gutter. I'm he, still, he I, I, I
3: was, the money is just ridiculous.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Haberdian. So much money. It's
3: money. It just, oh my God. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It, it's
3: Thank you, Chris.
4: Man. And listeners, give me that kind of money. And I promise I'll fund so many death squads, like (sighs) way more death squads than this guy. Robert. None of of this other distraction bullshit. I'm going to go peer in on the death squads. You know?
3: Or don't. Uh, that's the
4: behind the bastards guarantee. That is
3: not. Chris, do you have any? Uh, I'm on for Twitter
4: us? at itmechr3. Uh, go listen.
2: to It could happen here. We're going to do more about the World Anti-Communist League because I I I only scratched the surface Ooh, of the horse. Welcome. So yeah. yeah.
4: All right. Well, that's the episode. Goodbye and go with Christ, um, who thinks that Reverend Moon is way smarter than he is. (laughs) He totally told me that at a dinner party. Jesus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.